Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode with Holly Hood. If you're one of those people, I hope you enjoyed the conversation and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Now today on the show, we have my friend, Chris Bowles. And for those of you who don't know Chris, he is a artist and musician, curator, lives in Pittsburgh and does a lot of shit. He runs the Red Fishbowl Collective. He is in charge of the Southside Art Crawl, which is something that we're going to get into. And he is also part of the Layer Cake Music Festival, which is coming up this weekend. And he's just one of those people that I get along with really well because he's doing a ton of different shit in a bunch of different avenues. And he's a really fun person to talk to. So I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. I don't want to hold out the intro too long. But I do have a couple things that I need to get into before we get into the talk. If you're new to me and new to the show in general, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all at The Real Sykes. If you listen to your podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher or pod thing whatever any type of podcast app you can find me i'm there just look up start the beat you'll see me if you are a fan of facebook you can like start the beat on facebook who isn't a fan of facebook i mean really sheesh (laughs) just type in start the beat on your search bar and last but certainly not least start the beat is part of the epicast family which you can learn all about at epicastnetwork.com. So yeah, how about I just shut up and we get into my conversation now with Chris Bowles. Sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucking beat! gonna bullshit shit for a little bit you're good to go so there was a few people i'm always talking to a lot of people and right <laughs> i was like a couple of people like hey who's coming up on the show and i mentioned your name a couple times and everybody was like oh yeah i know that dude he does this and it seems like every time somebody said something it was like different like you do something everybody like knows you for doing like some different thing oh, it cool. seems so you seem like somebody that does a lot of stuff. Big cheese, all the things, <laughs> all the things. So why don't you tell me about some of the stuff that Absolutely. you do? It's like a general so's poo-poo platter. You know, it's all there. <laughs> There's all kinds of different sauces yeah. and condiments, but I will cut the shitty food metaphor. Um, 
I'm assuming you're talking mostly the music scene. And yeah, and art. Kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm in a few bands, Decaffeinated Grapefruit. I play at different places in space all the time. But on top of that, I run Red Fishbowl. Red Fishbowl has a bunch of artists, and they put on productions. So, for instance, we'll take a venue. We'll book, I want to say, 40 visual artists, and then they'll all bring a friend. So there's 80 people. You get three or four bands. Live painters out front is a landmark. And then everybody wins. The business has a sellout night. The artists get mad exposure. Their work stays up, so new clientele come. They sell their work. The bands have a great crowd, sell their merch, get paid. And the live painters like auction off their paintings, sell prints outside. It's like a really fun thing. So then we just do that around the city. And obviously through doing this, I think since the beginning, I met Ziggy mm-hmm. for Ziggy Sawdust Productions. And we're like, well, you know, we do some very similar things and a lot of our connections are overlapping via musicians artists all that kind of stuff yeah so that's the overarching idea of it gotcha so is this an idea that kind of formulated over maybe a few years of playing in bands and trying to do art and seeing things that weren't quite working and then like a putting a combination of everything yeah. that you wanted to yeah. kind of happen to be honest, it kind of organically aspired. Our lead singer, like, I grew up with a kid, and he's a fucking phenomenal artist. So I started taking uh, his artwork and hanging it up in Delaney's because my friend works there. And then a lot of people dug it, and they started buying it. And from there, I just kind of like, was, well, why don't we throw an art show, get a whole bunch of people in on this, and then add music to that and make it, like, a living thing. Yeah, so that's kind of how it started. And, you know, we've been playing just, you know, in the basement for a handful of years before that. And we're like, well, I think this is a very good opportunity <laughs> to start, you know, playing out. So I'd say we started about three, three and a half years ago. Okay, so whenever you started playing out in the city, you already had this idea for Red Fish Bowl kind of together. It might not have been necessarily yeah, Red, called that yet. It, it was. It oh, was. It was? But okay. All Red Fish Bowl was was like a website with Tony's artwork and... My friend Jake's artwork, he does all the matting and framing for us. He's like really legit guy. And I was just like, hey, let's, you know, get these guys exposure for their art. And then it just kind of naturally we met all these people and it turned into a much bigger thing. Cool. So you're right now, I know that um, you have some stuff to do with like the Southside art crawls. Yeah. And whatnot. yeah. That was like a, that was one thing that came up a lot when. I was bringing you up to some different people. Right, right. And um, so that I guess that had something that, that kind of stemmed from Delaney's as well, maybe? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. 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 So pretty much we use the Delaney shows now to be a buzz for the art crawl because that formula I just explained happens at Delaney's. We'll yeah. have a sellout night every time, get 300 people in there, it'll be over capacity. We got to push people outside, all the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, we always rotate big, uh, different bands out and new artists out and we'll keep our regulars like i think the ratio is about we get 80 percent new artists each show and then 20 percent of our loyals of great artwork they show up they bring friends they support the show so we'll rotate them out and that way it brings a bigger community because mm-hmm. you have the people from the last show coming back because they know it's such a good time because we hand out free beer so <laughs> <laughs> there's no cover so it's a really easy thing to sell and uh so we grow the community on that, and then we throw the annual art crawl, which is pretty much that formula I just described, but 
all up and down East Carson at 30 different venues. I gotcha. And the idea there is through the common thread of music and art to kind of make the area a little different. For instance, historically, the strip district was a rundown piece of shit. It was full of strip clubs, grimy people, drug dealers, you name it. But then the cultural district started the downtown art crawl. They got all the local businesses to band together, and they completely reformed the area. So I'm not saying I can do anything nearly as big as that, but uh, maybe take some of the drunken bros out of the bar scene and add some more flavor to it with a different kind of kick. Definitely. Like art, music, vibrant culture, that kind of shit. All right. So now it seems like you got your start. You know, you were playing in bands and things yeah. like that. So how did, how how have you taken to becoming like a promoter and organizer? Or was that something that you had in your blood prior as well? I did not have it in my blood. <laughs> <laughs> that is the least fun part. Sure. But um, I was just, you know, passionate about, like, I love artwork. I want for philosophy. I'm a fucking over-analytical interpreter. So I'll look at something and just, you know, make up a bunch of things and apply meaning that's not even there. Okay. But <laughs> that's how that goes. Yeah. And I love writing music. So, and just loving both of those things and producing marketing it's all necessary to bring a large community together so what we want to do is bring a huge creative community of great people together and i want to say it was like we'll talk about the problems in pittsburgh now it took about a year and a half to get people from other bands to start going to other bands shows and support them like outside of the shows that we do because that's like a pretty easy formula to get a huge turnout so some Pittsburgh bands, they'll, they'll play, unplug, and bolt out. They won't stay for the other bands. They're, just, they're there to do their thing. They're all about themselves, and they leave. And that's not how you create a you know, community or a scene. I, I honestly can't understand how bands operate on that formula. <laughs> yeah. You know, because it's what is the point? There's you know? no networking. You don't, yeah. I guess I don't see the value in it. Exactly. I was at a show a couple weekends ago, and there was like seven bands on the bill right. and one band showed up late, didn't bring any merchandise. were like grumpy left after the set. And I was just like, I know that you didn't get paid to be here. You didn't get paid to play the show. Right. So Which what is a very common thing. <laughs> what was, I mean, but that's the thing is like, okay, maybe if like they were given this band 200 bucks to come play, yeah. it'd be like, that's still a dick move, but I at least understand why you bothered to show up. You wanted that $200. Yeah. But without, there was no incentive. It doesn't seem like they want to be there. They're not talking to anybody. So why are you even bothering doing all this stuff? You know? You I know, think we're kind of on the same page with this. If you lose the passion and you kind of keep dragging on, there was a point where our band started falling apart and our bassist came up to me. He's like, yeah, man, like I've been making excuses to not go to the practices because this feels like work. I already work. I don't want to do work outside of work. So like, okay, let's scrap, you know, metronoming and trying to record these songs and just fucking jam and do a more organic thing. And then everything fell back into place. We got remotivated, made a ton of new material, and it was awesome. Cool. So I feel like everyone has those waves of like upswings, downswings, or if you hit a real bad downswing like those grumpy motherfuckers you just described, <laughs> sometime you, uh, you end up as a t-shirt on the Haller ceiling. I don't know if you know what that means. But uh, every band shirt on the Howler ceiling is a band 
that's no longer existent. They don't play anymore. So oh, it's like really? A, it's a goddamn graveyard. It's ter- oh, okay. terrifying. Yeah, I, I, I um, I mean, I obviously am very aware of the shirts in there, but I never noticed that. Yeah. that was the circumstances. Yeah. Yep. So I don't want to get our shirt up there. Definitely not. So a drummer asked me one time, I was like, no, no, don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's hard though, because even if, you know, you're doing a band, the band thing, and you want it to be fun and low pressure, there are certain things that you need to do, and it's going to be work. Yeah, absolutely. Just, I think it's That's like your the medium, pers- you got to find your the perspective is like, Ooh. you know, if you, because whenever you put in that little bit of extra work and it works, then it becomes even more fun. The product's better. Like for even sure. when like I can't imagine what it's like trying to put together something like the art crawl or even those individual events. Yeah, that layer cake, the art crawl, the because, d- like, it's maddening. Artists are great. <laughs> Absolutely. But they are not the most reliable people. No, they're not. And trying to like <laughs> and trying to rally up like, you know, like a good yeah. dozen of them yeah. for one event could be a nightmare you gotta be cutthroat if someone (laughs) doesn't show or they bring their stuff without a wire it's like okay this is the last time i'm gonna call you more than likely but um i have a bunch of pre-written docs that i send in emails that are very simple and broken down like you must drop off here at this date if you can't drop off give us another date and like you have to have wire just to make it it's been better that way but yeah you'll have a lot of people not show up or just like flake out at the end and then you know that puts me in a position to find someone last minute which sucks yeah well i'm sure it just happens all the time but they dig the events i see the photos and everyone wants to be part of it so it's really good like the art crawl you said okay yeah you were saying that it took you like a a year and a half to kind of get it yeah the formula get get the the rhythm get used to it because like i was completely going in blind to promoting marketing all that stuff like in the beginning i was like why would we pay a photographer like i don't understand like we have the content we have the show what's the value in that people need to see oh that's evidence to show that we do a cool thing that other people want to be a part of nobody wants to be a part of it until they see other people are a part of it and yes and it's so but it's such a trick trying to get that initial batch right. of people to like be just become a part of it to like yeah you get the niche and then it starts growing just like a plant <laughs> <laughs> so right now um have you had any like artists from outside of the city yes. kind of reaching out to you yes and a big part of that is i love to travel and i'm fortunate enough to have autonomy in my work because i substitute teach and drive uber excuse me which means both of my jobs i literally turn on and off so if i'm scheduled to sub tomorrow which i am and i get drunk and watch the pens game which i am and don't want to work tomorrow i go online and hit cancel and it's no penalty that's crazy (laughs) it's great yeah how does that how does that work with substitute teaching is it just like public schools has there they need people and every day you can go on this website asop and there's like 500 jobs available oh so you just kind of like yeah picking what you want to do yeah like i mean or, everyone gets in with a school and then they know you're reliable yeah uh, yeah the same yeah. thing but with work art and music oh we'll keep calling this guy back okay yeah that's insane but to me. the point of that is i took off i want to say two straight months i went to iceland i came back i met a really cool guy there he mailed over like five huge pieces of art that have been in the city paper um poetry literature books they've been in gallery four like we put his shit everywhere just because i was like wow this is one of the coolest things i've ever done cool and then um i worked triples took off another month and drove to all the major music cities down south 
Nashville, Knoxville, Asheville, Austin, Texas, New Orleans. And I took that as kind of like a workcation. Like I had a friend in each city who was a contact, so I had a free place to stay. But uh, I was looking for artists and musicians, and I found them. And some of them are coming up for the crawl. Cool. So that's the ideal part. But now that it's become like such a, you know, you said photography, that we have video from Ziggy from last year, credit Mike Mess. Um, <laughs> and people can see that, and we're just like, I don't want to say it's maddening. Again, I keep reusing that word, but we put off a soft crawl for artists. The page blew up. I have like 400 emails to go through from visual artists, bands, and all that stuff. And that's going to be really fun to go through. Yeah, but. it's it's one of it, but it's it's the whole point though. Yeah, like I said, the production part's yeah. hell. Like that's very analytical. Do email, you email. handle yeah. most of the production stuff yourself, or do you? Yeah, have any... it's like pretty much a one man. Just like fuck, I'm is getting that... sales, marketing, this, that. But is now that... it's too big that I'm getting a team. I was gonna ask to you though. Yeah, yeah, I was like, is is that <clears throat> like a thing that maybe you kind of have like a an OCD control freak issue type of over your thing, uh, or you just no, don't have anybody but you I can am trust? Like I don't want to say paranoid, but like the trust thing. Yeah. I, I've been let down before, so I like to Definitely. be as proactive as possible write down you know that stupid anxiety mentality that everything can go wrong will go wrong so i can account for all of this and make sure it can go as well as it can go and you got to accept like something will always happen there will always be something wrong you know but you just get as close to the sun as you can uh, and i've had uh carla lamb has been working with me since we did the delaney show in the first art crawl like networking pulling artists helping out like virtually doing the same thing for that particular show but we do shows like a gallery four and like red fishbowl shows all around the city. Cool. Now, yeah. as far as like maybe some of the certain art spaces in the city go that might be considered more like fine art spaces. Yeah. Do you have any interaction with anything like any of those galleries, like anything that's in the cultural district downtown, or is that like a separate sort of world? I like that you said that because the interesting thing about Pittsburgh as a city, I think exactly answers that question. It's the biggest fucking small town. Like, everyone's going to know someone from somewhere. And each borough, Lawrenceville, downtown, Bloomfield, uh, fucking Northside, what have you, they're all like, oh, I have my bars here right out front of my door. I have my grocery stores. Why would I leave Lawrenceville? Yeah. Everything I need's here. So it's a different mentality there, you know? Yeah. Whereas downtown might be more bougie, more pretentious, etc. Mm-hmm. They they have their different elements. And there's one thing that like, I want to say five years ago, I was living in Bloomfield. And I was like all about just going to shows, taking in that kind of shit. And I just kept watching the art and music scene fall apart over and over. I'm like, oh, this is why Pittsburgh's not making it. It's so evident. And that was because people weren't working together. They had a mindset coming into it that like kind of like the bands that just leave. I'm here to do my thing. Oh, those guys suck before you even hear them. Like I checked them out online. They're terrible. And like we're better than them. Why are we playing before them? That kind of thing. Yeah. Or it's like artists think they're the shit. They're like, I'm not going to show with that guy. So it's if you're not working together, it's going to be terrible and fall apart. And you take that mentality and then put it on the level of like, different venues art galleries and that and if they're not working together then it sucks but now finally i think through ziggy and i putting on all these shows after a few years i think the grind's almost done and we're gonna make some really cool shit well we have been making cool shit but cooler shit (laughs) that's already been happening like getting people that aren't aware that it exists to know about it 
And, yeah, and they and, dive in and thrive yeah. and love it. Yeah, you know, I think that it's really cool to see um, everybody just kind of saying, like, well, like, not being, uh, like, disheartened by the lack right. of things where it's like, well, fuck, well, we, I know somebody at this coffee shop and there's walls in here. Yeah. So yeah. let's just utilize our fucking resources. DIY. And, and make it happen. Start yeah. it from the ground up, man. Yeah. And that, for instance, I'll use that venue as an example. Like, the art's up for two months. And that's great for the artists because if the artists have to, like, some people make them like, you know, $10, whatever, $15 per piece type shit. And, and that's fine. I totally get that. You got to make it work to pay everyone off and not be in debt for throwing a show. But we leave it up for two months. Most shows take it down day of. And by leaving it up, you have the artist going back to see their own work, sending friends there. So the business is getting new clientele. And the I want to say 50%. No, I'm, I'm too nice. 40% of everything we put in a show generally sells. Unless it's priced insanely. And it's always a month and a half after the show. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about... I guess like that's a, always a topic that's interesting me is how like an artist prices their work. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, uh, it, there's like the mindset where there's like, if it's too low, it's almost like, well, this like isn't worth anything. Yeah. But then if it's like higher, it's like, okay, this person values themselves and maybe this work is worth this because they're saying it is. But then right. sometimes it crosses a border... That's, that's even crazier. And some people do, you, do that intentionally to be like, oh, I want galleries to notice this. I'm going to put it at 5,000. Because do you you're going to have what, people in there be like, holy shit, why is that 5,000? That's stupid. <laughs> Which I kind of side with. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just leave it to their call. Yeah, and you I never... will give them my advice straight up. Like, I have 10 of my dear friends, like Eric Morell, my singer, that are contracted to me. And I, like, invest and produce their art for instance, because, like, our singer is a full-time welder. He doesn't have time for any of this shit. So I'll, like, buy the print, the mat, the frame, so I'm already in debt, and then I have to sell that at a higher price to break even, then we split it. Gotcha. So it's an individual contract that I let them write and fill in the percent that I get. So, yeah, with those people, those are, like, my good, reliable, go-to people. But uh, we always, like I said, it's all about growing a community. So I have them sit out, too. We bring new people in. That's the whole idea. And that's kind of how the art crawl happened. They saw what we were doing at Delaney's, and then people approached us like, this is so great for the business that we should do this everywhere. So with the art crawl, we're focusing on cultivating, uh, you know, boutiques, tattoo shops, coffee shops, record stores, the local guys with local art, art, art. art and music <laughs> in order to allow them both to network, grow together, that kind of thing, go up. Yeah, do you, um, so for the most part, is it people reaching out to you or do you kind of do, uh, do some both. reaching out it's as both. well? I used to always do all the reaching out. Oh, sure. But now that it's such a huge growing thing, like I said, I get an insane amount of emails. Like there's just a stack of my business cards at Delaney's that points and says like, this is the person who does this. So people will take that when they see it, they're like, oh, I went to the last one, I'll be part of this. And then, you know, they'll hit me up. So, yeah. and in the midst of all this chaos, do you still have the time to do your own thing? No. Because <laughs> like I said, man, it's like 15-hour days. Like oh, I believe substituting it. Substituting straight to doing like all this emailing, promotion, organizing shit, to being in two bands, to driving Uber when ends don't meet. Yeah. So, but my jobs are on and off. So after June 18th, I'm going to chill the fuck out. 
But um, layer cake, I want to bring up to the table because what I described was more art focused and cultivating local businesses and musicians. And th it's the same idea, like, you know, getting different artists and bands together who complement each other and then having them meet, network, and, you know, make that community grow, blah, 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 support each other. Sure. All that bleeding heart bullshit. Well, it's, it's good shit, but yeah. <laughs> I got um, you. I'm, a, I'm very, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, an optimistic pessimist. I'm the same pessimist. way. Well, yeah, same page. We're solid. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. But what Ziggy's doing with this layer cake thing is going to be huge because you have four major venues in the city yep. in different boroughs in town. Like I told you, like the different boroughs in town don't leave their own side. Now they have to <laughs> for this event that's going to be huge. You have a ton of artists and musicians who bands have never played together, artists who don't know each other. They're going to be in the same room playing one after another and staying and networking and like literally just everything keeps growing and cultivating. You're mm -hmm. just adding to a huge melting pot of versatility, which is why you brought up like super expensive art versus someone who's selling their original for $15 because they want someone to have it because it's cool. I have no problem with either of those. You know, it's your own thing. You put your own value on it. I don't know if you're trying to get out there for exposure or make a living off it. Those are two totally different things. But I, like, I hate pretentious people, so I almost always accept everything. And then like, I want Delaney's. Usually, we have all the art near the south side. And what I mean by that is it's so dynamic. Like You'll have like D's and Smiling Moose, and then you'll have like mario's and steel cactus and sky bar <laughs> and diesel which are like complete opposites you got like your your hip smoker pool bars and like venues and then your straight up bro -y, uh bars that i'm not too fond of yeah and that way like the art shows it's so different you'll have your ten dollar thing and your five thousand dollar um you know picture of marilyn monroe or some pop culture thing <laughs> and yeah, so you get to see the versatility is a point and how different that street is up and down and kind of solidify that thread. I gotcha, because yeah. I actually, I used to live in Southside and I was in Delaney's pretty much every weekend. That oh, was kind of cool. like my office away from home I call when I lived offices. over there. I always, I can't like, it's too comfortable to work in your own home, so I go to a coffee shop and <laughs> isolate myself. Yeah. I don't know who coined it, but uh, coffee. Like coffee office. I like that. I'm probably gonna start using that. I'm a huge. I'm a huge. Uh, I stand by the coffee. I, I do not have my uh, work cited for that, but I didn't make it up. I'll <laughs> say that. But um, what I was gonna say is that I did notice how diverse the art in there always was, and every once in a while I would be like, oh hey, that's Bob's piece, or like oh hey, that, oh Lenny did that, and like just exactly. like people that I know that have art in there, and it's like cool to like see it. Is that Bob Fryer? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's one of my contracted go-to guys. We work together all the all, all the time. Yeah. He's really, really good. He was on the... I had him on the show a long time ago, probably like 50-something episodes ago. Shit. Awesome. Yeah. I'll yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. I, I want to get him back on. There's a few people every once in a while. It's like, it's been about two years yeah. since we talked and... He's he's and man he's blown oh. up. He's got all the big hip hop names behind. Yeah, KRS One. Uh, I could just and it's funny. Quality. It's because I actually I met him because I mean I I rap. That's my thing. Awesome. Is, and I had a friend that uh, saw me at a show and then like sent his sent my link to him and then like he got a hold of me and like told me about everything that he does and I was like this is awesome. Like 
for sure. How did I not know you before this? But again, and a lot of that big small city with this. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the big small city thing for sure. But yeah, that overlaps huge. Getting people to go from Southside to Lawrenceville, it's a goddamn task. <laughs> but so we're closer now with Layer Cake. Yes. What yes. are wh- where are you gonna be at Layer Cake? Uh, I'm gonna be at Cativo. Oh, okay. So glad you brought this up because I can't believe I almost forgot this. So that's the quote-unquote redfish bowl stage. I'm running that. <laughs> a little s- important. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> eh, whatever, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I pick a handful of bands, I think three bands, and then the rest are like, you know, the thousands of bands yeah. that applied for it. And I like stage manage, make sure everyone yeah, does that Yeah, I'm shit. doing uh, the top the- floor at James Street. Okay, get hip, right? Yep. So this is the point. I haven't met you before. I'm exactly. meeting you now. This is <laughs> hey, perfect. So that's, that's the exact <laughs> yeah. example I was going to make, but you took it from me, so I'm leaving. <laughs> but um, you have all the different local uh, you know, record labels, art production companies, hybrids, whatever, running a different stage. So I'm meeting people like you that I didn't know. They're doing the same thing. So once we merge our entire network with your entire network and like Mistra, uh, their entire network and all the other, you know, labels that are running their own stage. Is Mistra doing a stage? Yes. Yes. I need to get Uh, Jeff on the show. Jeff, Jeff, if you're listening. We're coming for you, Jeffy! I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you, dude. We're getting to it. I would (laughs) bet on him coming down. Oh yeah, I yeah. yeah. Tack, did you catch ah, that? It was it was very tacky. Fuck, yes. I like tacky jokes. <laughs> Beautiful. Cool. But yeah, that's the huge part All of right, that. So yeah, you're doing the cativo. Yes. Okay. Upstairs. Upstairs. And there's a whole different Is like, there somebody a punk else doing thing downstairs? downstairs and it's run by someone else. Okay. Cool. So I walked in there and but yo, guess what? Let's, you know, change the nineties psychedelic scene that I do and put it with some punk. But yeah. That's awesome. So you're gonna be there all day, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's the same. That's that's what I'm feeling. It's like, man, I would love to come by and check out everything. Yeah. Well, it's you know, good that we have a responsibility. That's like, okay, I'm running this shit. Yeah, it's I important. didn't. I didn't realize. Uh, to Ziggy's credit, he yeah. did a really good job of not letting me realize that I was gonna be at James Street for like 14 hours until it was too late nice <laughs> nice because that's you're, okay. you're upstairs right yeah. you're a big dog that's, yeah I think that's mm, that and like smalls and the top of spirit top of the top three capacity wise yeah I mean it, it's fine it was just funny because at first it was like hey you know do you want to help sponsor the stage you know you'll pick some bands and yeah. stuff like that yeah. I'm like yeah cool it sounds simple enough then we yeah. met up with him again and I got the schedule I was like Oh, okay. Yeah, I was, I was like, oh, this is a lot of bands, and some of them are already assigned, and I'm going through like 300 oh, yeah. bands again, no, which is awesome. Cool. I love it. Yeah, I mean, it's I've I've done stuff like it before, so I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Just and like, there'll like, be times like I I have my own taste. Like I'm very open to anything, but like I'm also super fucking picky with specific genres I don't like. So if I listen to something like, oh, this is god awful, I'll be like, wait, my friend uh, Cody or Grace really likes like punk emo shit. Let me throw this by them, and if they say it's really good, that crowd probably respects that too. So I'll book them, you know. So it's all about network connect. I can't say it enough. We we get it at this point. Uh-huh. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Now I, that's the thing is like I was just thinking in my head that it would be so cool for me to attend a local event like this that I'm not involved in. Right. And but anytime something everywhere. like this happens, <laughs> I'm like, let me get involved. How yeah. can I be involved in this? And it's never just like. 
a little bit. How can I be involved? I'm like, I want to help as much as I can or right. be as just involved jump as into possible. the throes of it, man. Yeah, and then it's just like, I always, enjoy the day, always. but on a different way. Yeah, I get that. And you always want to go push yourself a little further. Like if, if in music you're, you're like really comfortable with where you're creating and happy with that sound, go a little bit to where you're uncomfortable. Go further in the water to where... You can't tread, and you're you're struggling, and then the really cool shit starts. Oh to yeah, happen. I'd then love to like awesome put shit. myself into these situations where, if I, any any time I'm like, like juggling x number of balls, once I get comfortable juggling them, I'm like, yeah. all right, let's throw three more in. Exactly. I can get better at this, but I'll throw a sword in there. I'll cut through <laughs> your hand, and then like it's the same thing, man. You gotta, it'll it'll do something. <laughs> yeah, do you do you, you find do you find yourself and come back? ever yeah. uh trying to maybe learning how to say no to some things or are you yes, kind of like a yes just man? now I, all right well i'm a hundred percent a yes man but i've <laughs> like recently i, ha- I was gonna changing. say learn my lesson but i haven't like <laughs> i've you got to get to a point where like shit i've reached my threshold of things i can do yeah. which is what i think happened to ziggy at layer cake because like <laughs> fuck i need to get people on this uh-huh. and he did it in the most beautiful way possible but um, like the art crawl, I'm like, I can't do this all by myself. So now I'm getting people like Nate from Spacefish. I can't say enough beautiful things about that person. Like, I trust him. I know him. They always show up. They're on time. They do a killer set. They stay. They respect everyone. Uh, so I'm like, you should run a stage for the art crawl. And then eventually, my idea here is that formula I described to you at Delaney's and the other places I do it. You get a ton of artists, bands, live painters out front as a landmark, blah, blah, so, blah. Do that in a different place. And I won't even be there. I'll have him run that at, like, say, Howlers or somewhere. But it's, like, somebody yeah. that you trust enough to put your brand, like, attach yes, your brand to it idea. so people know right? what it is. So if I give it to someone that I don't trust and, and they, they do fuck it somewhere it and yeah. fuck up real bad, they're like, oh, yeah, Red Fish Bowl, that's a fucking... Bullshit. Sounds like a bowl filled with blood of dead fish. <laughs> don't look at it. Throw it back in the water. Now, <laughs> say dirty you mon. now say you are an artist or a musician or anybody that's looking to get involved with what Red Fishbowl is doing. Yeah. How how do how does somebody do that? If they you can't, get I'm too cool. Won't do it. Done. No. We, <laughs> we, uh, we, we welcome everyone. Just fucking reach out and it'll happen. Pretty cool. much like, like I just, said, I have all these emails to go through, and I realize like June. To my understanding. June is in the summer and it's warm, which it was last year for the art crawl. So if I can, I'm going to say yes to like every artist that's applied. And I'll be like, okay, I have room for you to hang up like X amount of pieces in this venue. If all my venues are full, which is definitely going to happen. I have 25, I'm sorry, 26 goddamn blocks to fill up. So I'll just be like, set a table out up front, put your canvases on it, paint outside, sell your prints. And your table will be outside of Dave's Music Mind or somewhere, you know. So I'm gonna try to bring everyone into it. Yeah. So that's the idea. Okay. So yes, just, man. Just yes. <laughs> so just reach out to you via email or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Just literally, the website's really well established. It has all of our prior events, photos from it. You see what it's about. Video from the art crawl last year. Credit Mike Mask. <laughs> and um, yeah, dude. We, uh, we want to bring everyone on board. Because even good. if their art is shitty, because not everyone's great, 
keep your day job. But <laughs> um, like you're part of the scene. You're part of a beautiful it, thing, and you respect it. You'll meet people who like your stuff, and you know. So for you, happen. it's not even necessarily about like curating uh, a like a thing of like awesome art. But it's all awesome just because it kind of exists and the passion that everybody puts into it. There's always a medium. Yeah. I'm going to sound a little bit like a dick, but I'll be honest because, hey, I am a dick. Um, no, I mean, I was going to say, I mean, is there some stuff there, that there you're is just kind of like, I'm like, maybe this not- is really fucking good. I want this. I will pretty much pay for you to be here. I know you're like Matt Gondek top level person. Yeah, he was just on the show, and too. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I'll be like, I want your stuff here. It's amazing. But like I said, it's like a, a collage of craziness. It has different styles. You got uh-huh. Bob spray paint. You have realism. You have surrealism. You have Sean Coffey's insane metalwork. You know, it's all over the place. And the point is, I don't want to say no to someone, even if their work is like not that good, because one, it creates a community. Sure. But at the same time, there is that. It's perspectivism. I'll cut myself off. It's to each their own, man. Everyone sees their own thing and be like, that's awesome and, you know, and love me- it or be like, that's so simple and terrible. It's like, well, that's the point. And so. Sometimes people need, even if it's not that good, they need a platform to grow from. Exactly. Because yes. if you yes. push somebody back, they're like, oh, you're not welcome here. There's a good chance that you're just completely cutting Crushing that person off ego. from ever trying again. And if and people are insecure just- like that and they can't come up, that will devastate them and they will give up and be a shell in their goddamn room. And that's awful. Yeah, but then then there's also <laughs> maybe a little part of me that's like, well, survival of the fittest. Yes, no, no. That's you need true, that attitude. And you got to have that ambition to be like, okay, fuck what they said. I'm going to keep going. And that happened to me in college a lot. I didn't realize my professor used negative reinforcement. But like, <laughs> No matter how good my shit was, which is great. He was like, not good enough, not good enough, not good enough. And then by the end, he's like, we're going to make a class that based off your independent study. I was like, oh, nice. Thank you for that. <laughs> but um, I forget where I was going with that. Art and great. We were just, we were, we were just talking about like people yeah. and that um having that ambition from the start. To yeah. do stuff, but someone maybe if their work isn't that good, not being so oh, quick yeah. to dismiss it. Right. Give no. them a you're giving them a place to showcase, and I think that that could. And that platform is huge. Yeah. yeah. Like literally, I want to say Ashley. Oh my God, I, I apologize, Ashley, if I get your name wrong. Ashley Gardner. We we pick an artist that we really like to put on the flyer, and we put her work on the flyer. She had these huge, um, I don't even know what style it was. Amazing pieces. She got a ton of exposure from all the flyers we printed, the work she had, and then she got like a fuck ton more shows and like thanked us so much. It was coming back every other day to take her stuff at the wall to put it somewhere else and then bring it back. But um, yeah, like it really is a platform and that's what I want to do. Like I'm, I'm not a, uh, a control freak. That's not the word I want, but I'll use it. <laughs> and, <laughs> I'd be like, no, like I started you, you owe me, like I gave you your exposure, I booked you, blah, blah, blah. Your loyalty should be to Redfish Bill. Nah, like use that, go as far as you can, and like it's a platform to launch yourself off of. Kind of like uh, if you're trying to, if you're in a relationship, you're in love, and you like you hold too tight, it's like gripping sand, you know? If you <laughs> wow, squeeze too okay. tight, it's all going to go through your fingers. So do you think that, do you feel like you've like maybe 
reinvented yourself in some weird way now over the past couple years with um, what you wanted to do and how you yeah. see yourself. Yeah, you know, if the there's scene? one constant in the world, it's change. Because nothing's permanent. Everything will be different every day. You know, you can have your core values, but, you know, something can always augment that in some fashion. But uh, I'll use music as a reference because that's like, I use that to get through everything and I love it. Uh, Nirvana. They're great. I love them. But at first, in high school, I was a pretentious music nun. And I was like, Alice in Chains and Soundgarden are so much better. They can hit higher notes. They can actually play guitar. And I just dismissed Nirvana, I think Radiohead, for being simplistic. And then I listened to it more. I was like, whoa. Okay, this stuff's amazing. And um, kind of like how you get conditioned to music or whatever your craft is. Football, accounting, I don't give a fuck. You practice over and over your craft and you get as good as you can at it but once you hit that plateau where you say like i've made it or that proverbial wall and you just plateau out that's when you may as well die (laughs) sure because you're not going anywhere you always got to keep growing in some way or what's the fucking point my whole thing with nirvana has always been you know i went through a phase in high school and even when I was younger, where Nirvana was like something that just wasn't on my radar in terms of me yeah. giving a shit about it. But then, like as I got older, as a mu- and like making music and all this stuff, I started like looking at music differently, and I started to realize it's like you don't need to write. It's not like about how technical the music is. It's just, yeah. a good song is a good song. Absolutely, it could be super super simple and basic, but it's still Influence, it's doing it. Beautiful and that's lyrics, the same way that. that art can be or anything creative yeah i'm gonna try to go full circle here with what you just said uh the band tool i like my friend really pushed him on me in high school i was like nope too long a song it's not catching me (laughs) can't do it just can't do it but then like you know two years later i was like how did i miss this this stuff is amazing because as a person i grew i got more mature my cognition amplified it was more aware so then take that conditioning and transpose it to the Pittsburgh music scene we just talked about. The problem, not working together, different boroughs, not merging over, bands, plug and play and bolting out. Yeah. And you have that. And like what we've been doing over and over, like I was astonished. We played this show that was like just our own show. And I saw the roulette waves, flock of raw, wall right. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> Space fish. Devin Moses, like, all of these bands we played with just came out without me even asking them to. And that was the first time I really realized, like, this is a real thing. This can actually work. We can cultivate a scene here. And, like I said, through doing that and people starting to go together and support, kind of like the same condition, like, oh, this is awful. Like, I'm doing my own thing and leaving and not just keep putting my hand together because I can't find the word for it. But (laughs) connecting, you know making a scene, supporting, it's it's starting to happen. And when you let that happen more and more and more, it's Pittsburgh's going to turn into a beautiful thing really soon. Hell yeah. So Woo! before we wrap it up, is there any sort of like things for the future of Redfish Bowl that we can maybe look forward to? Or is it just, yeah, hey, no, no, it's always all, something. Or is it just always something? Always yeah, something. Like right now I'm straight layer cake and art crawl promoting and that's all i'm focusing on what is there a date for the art crawl yes june 18th 9th to 25th east carson street (laughs) from 3 p.m to 2 a.m i'll do like a sick reverb on your voice for that echo Uh, so wow i didn't even realize that you're doing 
both of those huge events in the same month. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> thankfully, Ziggy is the mastermind of Layer Kick. I'm just running a stage. Yeah, I can definitely. handle that and yeah. promote it and do my thing because I know how the fuck to do that. Yeah. But the other, like, my nightmare and whatever the opposite of a nightmare, that's a good thing. Dream. What dream, maybe? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Right. We're all trying to get off in some way. Sports, music, what have you. Mentally, I don't care. Books, reading. Um, but yeah, is the art crawl. That takes the life out of me, but in a good way. And then the event actually happens, and it's revitalizing and restores it, and I create a beautiful thing. Hell yeah. Yeah. And then our band has a bunch of festivals and stuff throughout the summer, so I'm just going to focus on those shows. And then I think we're going to come back and do a big thing. At Spirit, September 30th. As long as uh, Lee gets back to me and approves it soon, talk to you soon, Lee. <laughs> no, she's great. <laughs> I, I like making little funnies like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, that's how I see it happening. And I said the next step for us, the future, is me, you know, not keeping this to myself, not being like, I started this, no one else can have it, is I'm getting people like Nate. I'm getting people like... Cameron, Dave, people I trust, and be like, here's the formula. Take all of my contacts that I've worked my ass off for the past three years, you know, call them, find new people. Here's a bunch of business cards I have. Do this at Black Forge Coffee. Do this at Hallers. Do this at Spirit. And we'll have it like, you know, so it doesn't oversaturate like once a month and we'll alternate them. So that way we have all of these beautiful things recurring more making the community bigger getting more people involved at least that's the tentative vision i have in my head sounds like plenty boom (laughs) so dude thanks for coming over it was awesome meeting you i'm having a great time and i know you're not going to ask me this but i'm saying anyway what is my favorite poster and or record in your room because they are filled with them (laughs) and they're beautiful and it's between the teenage mutant ninja turtles like hardcore like death i think Raphael's dead on the ground there um or yeah. no no it's big trouble in little china with kurt russell that takes it that's All gonna right. take the cake <laughs> the layer cake oh sorry in, in a mouth. <laughs> full circle all right we'll stop the tacky reference no it's all good thanks for having me though Dude, thanks for doing it. it it was awesome and that is all folks thanks so much for listening Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Chris is an awesome dude. Busy dude. Got a lot going on. I like it. Again, be sure to check out the Layer Cake Music and Arts Festival this weekend coming up. Also, be sure to check out the Southside Art Crawl coming up. We talked about it in the episode. I got some links down below. And yeah, that's all I have to say about that. I'll be back again next week with another new episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat. 2016. Woo! Woo! Thanks for listening.